up guys it's your boy gold lion welcome to the save file 001 episode one not gonna lie i'm a little excited it's pretty fun first of many it's gonna be great boys it's gonna be great uh the first episode we actually got today he's a dear friend of mine uh we met at a gaming lounge he's a potential cod player he's fucking amazing he has alien-like skills he's awesome he is a good kind-hearted person comes from a uh bartending background so he knows how to handle people quite well under stressful situations <laughs> <laughs> so uh on that note i'm just gonna head right into it a uh please welcome exactly what's up it what's up exactly what's up bro thanks for having me of course man of course how you feeling First bro podcast. dude i'm feeling good feeling great feeling, feeling frosty feeling frosty i love the uh all day every day the pink background you got Thanks. Kinda, yeah, it's a nice little light setting. I, kinda, like, I like some pink in my life, you know. Kind of sets the mood. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're ready for this. So, is this your first time on a podcast? Yeah, this is my first time on a podcast. How you feeling? How you feeling? Feeling great, man. Alrighty, man. Let's get right into it. So, basically, what it is, the Safe File Podcast is about like every character in a game. Every gamer has a story. So, we're gonna talk about the adventures and what battles that you've learned along your main quest of your life but in the end we're gonna talk about you know the legacy after your main quest when it hits game over what kind of legacy you wish to leave in your save file are you ready for the journey that's good yeah all right so here we go first segment you power on your gaming of choice so what is tell us about your first experience with gaming my first experience with gaming. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay, so I think it was definitely a Christmas, and I was like maybe five or six. And this is kind of like around the time in early 90s when video games were starting to become like household consoles. So like yeah. Genesis, Sega, Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. And our first system was we, had, we got a PlayStation 1 and a Nintendo 64. And we yeah. only had one game on each, and that was all we were allowed to play. Okay. And it was Spyro, and on the, and the Nintendo 64, I believe it was, it had to be Mario 64, because that was just, like, the best game, or, like, the game they sold with it, right? And that's yeah. what we got. We didn't have a choice, and we were too small to even understand, and this is our first time, so. Uh, but I remember me and my brother sitting next to the PlayStation 1 and playing that, and we were playing Spyro, and we just we would take turns we would like strategize and help each other trying to figure it out and we were like kids so we were like six and i think he was four so we were really small and i mean it was i can't even remember what the communication or like the interactions were like but it was always a lot of fun it was like a puzzle but like playing it out and figuring out figuring it out as you go you know and I remember on the last boss, we were stuck. It was the first point where we actually got, like, a really big roadblock. We were like, we can't beat this. Like, how are we going to beat this? <laughs> yeah. And then it was through not even trying to fight the boss, but, like, messing around in the game. Like, just kind of fucking around, hitting stuff, and running around, being a little dragon and whatnot. And I'm pretty sure it was Colin that was playing, and then I was, I remember I was watching him play, and I'm like, wait, it kind of looks like you're going a little faster. And so there was like a secret in the game where like if you would jump and charge at the same time, and you would like kind of bounce, you'd go a little bit faster than running normally. 
And that was the trick to beating the final boss because he was really fast. And the mm -hmm. only way to catch up to him was doing that technique. Wow. So that's how we beat the game. So it was really cool of like a little camaraderie. Like, and that was our first moment. Like now, I mean, that's, we always play games together and we always have that. We're, we're, we've played so many games together that we have that camaraderie mindset where sometimes we don't even need to say anything. And like, we already know what's going to happen, what we're planning on doing. So there's like that good, that good chemistry and, and, Synchroniz synchronization so from there like, that was that was my first experience with a game and i fell in love immediately like i it was strategy mixed with teamwork mixed with like having fun and communicating about it like it was an experience for sure like it was it was a great experience it definitely changed my life after that because i mean i'm i'm all about it now okay so that's what, that's what I'm about. so from you're really into first person shooters correct? definitely so how'd you uh, I'd say that's my favorite. So how'd you get from Spyro to first person shooters? Okay. Um I, I think my first person shooter that I tried was Counter-Strike Source, but I was really bad at it and I didn't play it very much. The the real first person shooter that I got into was on the Xbox 360. And I think it was when Modern Warfare came out. And mm. my best friend at the time, I think I was like nine or 10, we were playing soccer together. And he told me about a game that he thought I would really enjoy. And I had never played like console first person shooters. Like I just did adventure games and, you know, story games like Kingdom Hearts or uh, Jack and Daxter. What was the other one? Hey. On PlayStation. Oh, you know, nostalgia I, right now. Wow. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I love those. Played almost all those series until first person shooters came out. And then I kind of stopped playing adventure games. But I was playing Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And I sucked at it. We probably played for like an hour. And then like I kind of got it. Kind of got the niche of it. And then I like I never lost to him ever again after that. <laughs> And I just pretty much like really excelled in that and that I got obsessed with it because that was like the modern age of like people smack talking on games. I guess it was for me, but in Call of Duty 4, I like you get into a lobby, everybody would have an open mic because that was the time whenever Xbox 360 would sell you that $20 generic mic. Yeah. And all you'd have to do is just plug it in at the bottom. And it was like decent. It like worked. It was kind of staticky. You know, if you took the... The little mic uh, guard off of it, like you could speaker break, and so people would just like be. You get into a lobby, see twelve people, and they'd all have their speakers on, just screaming, screaming, into the mic, just man, yelling, talking smack. Yeah, like, that's what started, and it, it started like <laughs> okay at first, and of course it got extremely toxic after that, and people took it way too personally. But for a little time there, it was actually really fun getting into a lobby and just like, you know, kind of that like, oh, I'm gonna kill you, bro, like come at me, like. Them open it, lobbies, it, dude, they were something else. They were yeah, fun. And there's that competition there. And so it kind of make it a little bit more entertaining mm -hmm. in terms of like, you know, your Special, nemesis or your, yeah. your, someone to beat. So that got me really pumped up. And I guess I've, I've always been really competitive at nature from when I was born. Like I've always been into sports and played like multiple sports growing up. So I love that. And that never really got to me. But in Call of Duty, that eventually got to me <laughs> like i would get just mad and like so these guys are talking crap and i'm mm -hmm. like okay, i can't take this but then one day i was like you know what i want to prove them wrong like i don't care what they say anymore i'm just gonna show it with my actions i'm gonna so good at this that nobody can like 
mess with me, I guess. Yeah. And this is like a, you know, a kid. So like I would stay up till like 3 a.m. and then wake up at like 5 before school to play again. And I'd literally grind on that game. I had like 60,000 kills. Oh. 1.92. And that was like my first Call of Duty. So I was like, I was in it. So what stopped so you was... from... So since you were that good at the game, you invested a lot of time into it. What stopped... What was... How come you never went pro or semi-pro, like joined a clan or anything? Uh, really, I didn't really think that was possible. I didn't like try to do that. You know, I was really good at sports, and I kind of I invested a lot more time into soccer than I did that. Like I mm. went, I'd practice practice every like two to every day for like two to three hours, and I went to camps over the summer where I would literally just play soccer for like ten hours straight, just do drills, play, rest drills play rest and like do that so i thought that was more of a chance but i guess if i had known that that had been a possibility i there would have been a, i probably would have dropped soccer to play that because i knew i was better at at video games than i was at soccer and i was pretty good at soccer like i went i was d1 in premiere up until i was like 12 up until i was 21 so you never played so. fifa yeah, I played FIFA. If you play, if you play soccer, like you play FIFA with all your friends. But like that's, I don't know. Whenever you play, this is my my take on it, is whenever you play a sport and then you play the game of that sport, you're always thinking, okay, I could do better and more control in real life. And like, so then you start thinking about that, and that just frustrates you more because you're like, dude, that's not. I would have done it differently if it was in real life, you know. <laughs> like, bro, if like you get, but anyway, so that kind of frustrated me more than anything. Yeah. I went. I didn't get into it competitively like that. I would only play it for fun. So, what do you think of the new Modern Warfare? It's it's really good. I think it's another generation of Call of Duty. Finally, that I I feel like most people were waiting for after Modern Warfare Three and and Black Ops Four. I feel like those were good games, but I feel like this is the first next gen game. Yeah, it I mean, seems it's back to foot's on the ground, but it's more like the mechanics are next gen. Is what I mean. Yeah, like, they're it's been so that next clean. polishing of like. The variety and the detail to gunfights is mm -hmm. extremely realistic and quick, and it's just a different style of Call of Duty. It's more you can't like run and gun like you used to in the older yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, you can't really run it. You you can run and gun, but you have to have a team to run and gun. It has oh, to yeah. be like communication, man, and yeah. communication. Like Comps. all of that is a lot more important than you can't just be a solo and just be really good and wreck everybody. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't happen. And there's a lot more good anymore. gamers nowadays. I don't know. They like that, these kids it. are like on another level of skill now. So it's just absolutely. I mean, growing up with that and doing that all day, like yeah, you bet they're gonna be better than we are. I mean, we were introduced to it whenever we were like adolescents, mid teenager. These guys yeah. are five years old, like <laughs> destroying people with like, like chill out, yeah, child. with like hella good hey. PCs, and you know they get <laughs> straight into it. And like us, you know, we kind of like grew with the gaming industry. How things kind of. You know, right. eight bit to all the way to pff, who knows what it is now. Yeah, what, what would you even call that? For real. All right. So the next segment we're gonna get into is uh, character creation. So with gaming, what kind of character has it formed you in? Okay, so you mean like uh, like in a campaign, like what kind of character in terms of like their traits and personality yes. that I feel like that I relate to. Mm -hmm. that... Man, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've played a campaign game because I mean, I've literally just been playing FPS, so it's kind of different that I don't really relate to a story character or anything. But I, th I think 
the last campaign game that I remember like good characters and like it kind of really like really hit home, you know, and I thought about it. Mm-hmm. It was it was two games. It was uh Beyond Two Souls and then uh Last of Us cuz the stories were amazing. I mean, those I I would feel like I mean, there was just so many emotional moments in that and it just felt so real. But I don't I don't know. I wouldn't really say like it uh it changed me or affected me changed my life kind of thing okay so let's let's talk about you then so what is your background your character creation in life about you okay so give us a little like origin story of exactly um all right i'm gonna go really dark because like i remember this is like a moment where i feel like i changed the most and closest to like who i am today because of this um so i've always grown up with cats i I love cats and there was one night where we were getting babysitted and we had like a new litter of kittens Mm. and we were playing with them and the babysitter wasn't like watching us or anything and we were playing with them and we were playing with them too rough but we were like six seven years old so we didn't really understand like what was going on but we were actually playing with them so rough that we killed the entire litter of kittens like wow. ate them. yeah and i didn't realize that until my mom came home and told me what i did and bro that broke me like i was beyond distraught just absolutely destroyed wrecked and i questioned life itself at that point like i was in my room just like why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Like, why was like, what was I really doing? Like, how did I not understand that was happening? So at that moment, I decided like I never wanted to hurt anything or anyone ever again. And so I decided like I'm gonna be kind to everyone and everything, no matter what. You know, and that that's I would well, say that's what really built my my character into kind of developing into trying to focus how to be nice and kind to everyone regardless of where they come from or what they do or anything like that so definitely build your perspective in life yeah immediately and and as a kid so it was just like you know it was a harsh learning reality so going through that so going through that learning phase like how'd you handle it like how'd you overcome it and then instead of it ever being a bad memory how'd you what caused you to turn it to a life lesson I guess just the way I dealt with it was just like, I mean, I went to a cocoon and it was like, I don't know, I don't want to hurt anybody, but mm-hmm. like, I, I was like, I can't live like this. Like, instead, I'm going to try to be kind to everybody. So, you know, that never happens again, or that I can affect people to see what, what I went through, but in, in, a, in a good light, like, mm-hmm. you know. So what strengths did you develop from this experience? Gosh, I think probably it's kind of sound weird, but confidence in the sense that not to always question myself, but to always be confident in what I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess just a self-hardening of of reality, really. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you say, like, what are some weaknesses that you discovered within yourself? In that moment or just in in that moment and then in general? 
I don't know. It's, it's kind of so far in the past that I don't know how. I don't know. That's a that's a deep question. It's a hard question. Like I that would I would definitely have to think about that more to really find the the weakness and the true meaning of that. Wow. So describe the environment you grew up in. I mean, I've had a loving family and everything I could ever ask for. You know, I've lived comfortably. So I I would say I'm just I've been in a good environment you know growing up so other than like that bad moment i mean it's been you know rainbows and butterflies ever since it's been good nice. can't complain yeah of course so what are some to... role models what were some of your role models growing up i'd say a few of my coaches just because they were they were really hard on me when okay. everything's like <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I would definitely say there was this one coach that I had. He was uh, Vietnamese. His name is uh, David Den, and he uh, he was really strict but kind, and he didn't really talk a, a whole bunch. So there would always be like there'd be a, like a lesson to be learned, mm -hmm. and I really took after him because of that. So I only. I'd say I'm kind of a quiet and reserved person, but I only speak when I, when I have something to say, you know? So I would say uh, from him, it, it was just really, I don't know, dude. I'm getting lost in this shit. Like, <laughs> you're asking some deep questions, and I'm like going through memories, and I'm like, whoa. It's just bringing back some stuff. <laughs> so much stuff. So from after all these memories, like now that you're looking back and you're kind of bringing it up, what are you most proud of you going through these life scenarios? Proud. Hmm. I don't know. You don't what know. am I most proud of? Yeah, no, yeah. not really. I guess myself, but. I mean, that's a good answer. thoughts you think you know that's an interesting question you never really thought about that i mean i don't really think about being proud you know of who like, you I'm are proud of, no I, i'm proud of other people and what they do and you know, them standing up for themselves and just being free of insecurity and doing what they want to do. But I never think of myself of being proud of myself, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. A lot of people, you'd be surprised. I don't think how... about my being proud of myself very often. Yeah, you'd be surprised you know? how so many people that's... are not like that. Yeah, it's not uncommon, man. So I guess that kind of caught me off guard because it's like, wow, I don't really think about that. You know? So I guess I'm just pretty hard on myself, so I don't really have a moment where I stop and say, like, oh, I'm proud of myself because I did this today, or, you know, I helped someone, or, you know, I completed and accomplished something, you know? So, 
interesting thought. You know, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna think about that a little bit more about myself. <laughs> Be proud of myself more often. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Be more proud of yourself, man. Alright, so damn. I'm glad to hear that. You've had some positive self reflection on talking about your life. That's great. So hopefully in the near future you really sit there and think about how how much you've went through, man. Like Yeah, going through that whole cat thing, that's I don't know what the hell I would have done, to be honest, because I'm a cat person Dude, myself. It's I love cats. Yeah, like, same. So don't be too hard on yourself. It's okay to self-reflect. Yeah, lesson, lesson learned. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so next segment, man, next segment. So going through the, orig the origin of your story, we went through the character creation, a little bit about what molded you to the character you are today, the gamer. So let's go over some of your attributes. So I'm going to name off a few, I guess you could say examples. And you know how it is. You probably, you've played fall, you know, RPG games. Oh yeah. You're going to go ahead and you know, you know, at the beginning you get a certain amount of points, what you would add and whatnot. So from one through five, I'm going to say a few words and attributes and you let me know what they are and why. So one through five. What my, att what my attributes are or? No, I'll, I'll like say the attributes. Through, yeah. I'll say the I'll attributes. Say Exactly. Okay. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, okay, cool. Uh, so, strength. Three. Why three? I guess I immediately think physically. And I wouldn't say I'm a physically strong person, but I'd say I'm mentally strong person. But I think there's another word for that. So I just kind of base myself right there in the middle. Yeah, okay. All right, speed. Five. Oh, okay. Soccer. <laughs> Absolutely. A hand-eye coordination. Five. Leadership. Four. Charisma. Mm. Two. Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't see myself as a very charismatic person. I can be funny. I can be, you know upbeat sometimes but for the most part like i'm quiet reserved i let everybody else talk i'm pretty quiet like if there's like if i'm in a group of more than five people mm -hmm. i don't like i don't talk very fast and loud so i kind of just mellow out okay if that makes sense oh that makes but perfect I'm, sense. like i'm i'm more of a listener than than that so i would consider that to be less charismatic all right all right just, just the image of it cool all right wisdom Four. Luck. Three. Three? Why three? Because, you know, there's always good luck, bad luck. You know, if you consider yourself lucky, um, that could be also the case of you not appreciating the things that have happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. So some of the bad luck could be actually in good light. So I think that's kind of like a, a good medium. Like, you, everybody's got good and bad luck, but I would consider that to be... About in the middle. Yeah, could you not? Could you wait a few minutes? Could you not? Ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we'll edit, we'll edit all this out. It's all good. Okay. We're not live. We're not live. So, uh, all right. So now we went through attributes and you've given yourself a certain amount of what they are. So you're about to start your main quest and your all adventure right. of life. So how would you start? 
I'd travel to travel. foreign lands. Foreign lands. So what would be the reason why you would travel to these foreign lands? To discover myself and people. Why so curious about other people? I'm curious about everything and everyone. Because you can learn anything from anyone. It just depends on how you look at it. You know, you can always learn a lesson from someone. It doesn't matter if they're smarter or less smart. Like, you can always learn from someone else just because of that they're different. They think differently. So mm -hmm. there's always, you know, questions and answers through the way people think and do things. So, and plus I also want to discover myself by meeting and learning from other people and sharing my experiences and and my knowledge with them okay so you guys you're going through your main quest you come into a random encounter and it's a certain scenario so what is a random encounter of a scenario that has come across your life either recently or way back when and explain it and what did you learn from it to help you motivate you to continue your main quest So, a random encounter. Mm -hmm. Man, that could, I guess that could be anything. I'm trying to think of what, what a moment that I had a random encounter with someone. Well, it could be just, you know, anything. Like, a lesson that you learn. It could be anything. It doesn't really necessarily be a person. It could be anything. Imagine. I know this this sticks out I there's no lesson to be learned but when we were at Evos I, I was leaving one night and I went to the gas station because I wanted to get I wanted to get one of the teas one of the uh god what were those so explain Evos for the people that don't know <laughs> so Evos is uh it was the gaming lounge that we met at where we would go and game and and hang out and I was leaving there one night and I went to the gas station this guy's car was like broke down or or he couldn't get it to start. He was like, just looked real sad and kind of tearing up a little bit. And I was like, hey, what's up? Like, what's wrong? He's like, my car can't start. I was like, okay, yeah, I could, I could bring my car over here and I could, I could start it. And it couldn't start. And then he's like, ah, oh, that's right, man. Don't worry about it. I was just going to get someone to tow me to my house. It's just like just down the street. And I was like, you know, I could, is there any way I could help? He's like, uh, I don't know. And then we kind of talked for a little bit longer and I eventually, started pushing his car with the back of my car like up this hill and into the neighborhood that was like right next to evos mm -hmm. and i pretty much pushed pushed his car to his house and he was like dude i really appreciate it like that's like one of the nice things anybody's ever done for me like thank you and he tried to pay me and i i didn't take it wow so what did you learn from that I don't know if I learned anything. It was just more about staying with, staying true to myself, and and sticking with what I how I want to like affect people. You know. So you say you say stay true to yourself. So what is the truth to yourself? Just to be kind to everybody, regardless of the situation or why. Like anytime something happens, like take a second, think about it. And then like, okay, and then act. And then be try to be as kind as you can. Even if like they come at you in whatever way they are, 
Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of the situation or the person. That's good. Well, hey, man. Bless your soul for doing that, helping that guy out. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. All right. So the last segment we're going to get into is the final boss. So you go through your conquest. Final boss. Final boss. So yeah. quick. <laughs> the final boss. You go into the main quest. You have these encounters and all these lessons you've learned. So what is your motive? What is your final boss in life? Your main goal in life that you wish to achieve? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final boss. Yeah. He just takes me. That's it. No. He just um, takes <laughs> What? Um God, I don't even know. Dude, these are such like simple but deep questions. It's the idea. Take your time. I'm gonna take as much time as I need. <laughs> Um, gosh, dude, I want to go really dark with it, but I don't at the same time. Hey, man. I like dark. I think so. I mean, not just me, but, you know, people like... It's storytelling, man. It's interesting. Go ahead. Say it. Yeah. Uh, guess it would be the final encounter, you know? The one, the one last final boss to to beat would be what? Death. 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 Yeah. Just death. Is that it? So your final boss would be death. Yes. Ah. And why this vision of death? Why this? I guess it's just something you always, in the back of your mind, think you want to beat. You know. Like, mm-hmm. nobody, wants, nobody wants to die, right? Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Right? That'd be, that'd be the final encounter. There'd be no beating that boss. Everybody beats that boss. Do we beat him or join him? Both. <laughs> we beat to join him. You beat to join him, yeah. We beat to join him. Wow. All right. Exactly. Last question. So when it's game over, after you beat the final boss, what is the kind of impact you wish to leave when somebody opens up your save file? That is the first easy question of this entire. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last. So, sorry, I'm so hard on you. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Um, I would want to leave my my. God, what was it called? Wow, just blanked out like super hard. Too much coffee. Um, I'd want to leave kindness to treat everybody with kindness, regardless of who they are, or how they started. Like it's it's always a decision in a moment to start fresh and to be kind to someone. It's purely a decision. Mm-hmm. So I'd want I'd want to leave that impact as my. What's that? What's the word? To leave behind your legacy. That's what I'm trying to yeah. think of. Legacy. Yeah. But kindness. Kindness is a life lesson you wish to leave in your safe file. Yeah. The great that, answer. That, 
that's that's the best virus out there and people need to spread it a little bit more often you know so i focus on trying to focus my entire life as to do that as often as possible truth man it's the truth well um where can people find you social media streaming whatever where can people find you uh just exactly i-t-z-z-a-c-h-l-y instagram mixer snapchat well oh, you're a mixer streamer i'm a mixer streamer you're yeah. a mixer streamer what do you usually stream i like to stream apex but i mean there's not a lot of people on there for that other than <laughs> like twitch so but that tft call of duty overwatch gonna be halo pretty soon gonna be oh yeah yeah halo is actually pretty intense all right man i love it can't wait love it well exactly thank you so much for your time yeah and energy thank you for sharing your quest of life and what you leave behind it's you showed you shared a lot of you you be Dude. i think you've shared a lot more than what you think and i feel like a lot of people can relate to what you've spoken on today so i thank you for that for whoever's out there listening to this and definitely learn something from this conversation that's really the goal here thanks man yeah it was some hard questions like <laughs> of course that's how it is all right so everybody that's the end of the podcast if you guys you feel like you've learned from it go ahead let me know and all social medias safe foul podcast uh thank you so much for listening this far and it's quite a journey <laughs> first one of many my friends first one of many so here i am gold lion signing out stay healthy stay happy most of all stay golden my friends peace